21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskorik. What I see, and I see this all the time, is that entrepreneurs have these two things that they're working on. How can they grow their audience bigger and how can they create more products? Now, I work with online course creators. These guys are creating course after course after course, and they're growing their audience, whether it's on YouTube or SEO or through a podcast. And there's a step in between, which is how do you convert more of your audience into buying your product? And most people are not putting anywhere near enough time into that. And what that means is they're slowing themselves down because they're not getting the results that they could from all the effort they're already putting in. My name is John Ainsworth and I run Data Driven Marketing. We work with online course creators who have already built a big audience and we help them to two to five times their revenue through email marketing and funnels. Why is optimizing sales funnels often a better approach? If what you're doing is you're putting all of your effort, all of your time and all of your resources into growing your audience in order to grow sales, then you're missing this stage of all these places where you're leaking money out of your funnel. You're just leaking customers, you're leaking money. And what that means is you then don't have as much money from that audience to reinvest into growing the audience faster. So if you spend some more of your time on fixing the funnel and meaning that you get a higher percentage of your audience to get onto your email list, a higher percentage of your email list to buy, and the people who buy generally to buy more from you, then you get a much, much, much higher rate of return on the audience that you build, which means that you can afford to put more money back into building that audience faster. And that might mean that you're growing that audience through paid advertising and you can afford to put money back into that. Or it might mean you're putting more resources into a better quality podcast or a better quality YouTube channel. Or you're doing more episodes. You can afford to hire another editor. Whatever it is, if you are getting that rate of return, if you're getting a higher percentage of people to actually buy from you, then you can actually go through that cycle of growing way, way faster. So there's three main areas that we see that people are dropping out here. One is that they're not getting enough people from their audience onto their email list. The second one is they're not then running effective email promotions that mean that people are actually going to buy. And the third one is that they have too low of a revenue per sale. So every time that somebody's buying, they're only buying one product instead of buying multiple products. So if you break those down into those three different stages, the first one is about how do you get a higher percentage of your audience to get onto your email list? Now, why does this really matter? If somebody's on your email list, they're way, way more likely to buy than if they're just watching your videos on YouTube or they're just finding your articles through SEO. It's a way of building a long-term relationship with people. And that leads to much higher percentages of people buying. If you're making most of your sales directly through your website, then you're missing out on probably about 80% of the sales that you could be making. 
That's what we're seeing generally. Most clients that we work with, the average results is they five times their revenue through following the system. And you can tell that this is true because if you've got an email list and on Black Friday, you run email promotions, then you make a bunch of money. And nearly everybody does this in online business. But if you're only running email promotions like once or twice a year, Black Friday, and then when you've got a new product that comes out, then you're not getting those spikes apart from at those times. And it is possible to get those spikes consistently throughout the year, once or twice a month to have a spike nearly as high as Black Friday is. And so growing the email list is a really, really big deal. Now, most people have got on their website traffic about a 0.5 to 1% opt-in rate. So that means out of 200 people to your website, you're probably getting one or two who are opting in. And it's generally possible to have about a two to 3% opt-in rate. So if you're at 0.5% and for you, it's possible to get to three, let's say that would be six times as many leads every month getting onto your email list. And the similar kind of numbers for YouTube, from YouTube views to subscribers is about 1%. Instagram, it's uh, Instagram subscribers to new signups on your email list is about a 0.5%. It's ballpark, like these slightly vary, but that's the kind of numbers that you can you can generally manage to uh, reach. We've had clients reach 7.5% opt-in rate from their website traffic to email this before, but that's rare. That's like an extreme example. So you probably have got an opportunity to massively increase that number of people onto your email list. So we've talked about how you manage to grow your email list. The second thing is then how do you actually make more money from that email list? And there's a number of different steps here of how you can do this. What we're trying to do is get people from the email list to the sales page, from the sales page to the checkout page, and people who get to the checkout page to actually buy. And so how you do this with email is you want to be sending out emails on a regular basis, making promotions to people. Now, this varies slightly depending on what kind of thing you're selling. If you're selling online courses or e-commerce business or you've got a SaaS business, depending on what you're selling, this is going to vary in terms of the style of how you're doing it. But the basic concept is you want to be sending out promotions regularly that are getting people through to that sales page. So I'll give a couple of examples of how that can work. E-commerce is actually much better at this in a lot of ways because what they tend to do is they'll have emails going out promoting that something is on discount and, and talking about the new ranges that they have and they have lots of photos in there and that tends to actually be done reasonably well. SaaS and online course businesses tend to be really, really bad at this and a lot of service businesses tend to be bad at this as well. And so with the email promotions, you want to be sending out emails that are really useful and contain value, even if somebody isn't going to go ahead and buy, because that way they'll want to stay on your email list. And they're mentioning why somebody might want to go ahead and buy now. And that might be because you've got a new um, product that's come out, or it might be because you've got a discount going on this week. There's some reason for them to go and take action. It could be that you're promoting a webinar and at the end of the webinar, you're pointing people through to the sales page. So that's the basic starting point is hand out regular promotions, like a couple of times a, a month, a series of emails going out, 
that are promoting why someone should take action and go through to your sales page. The second thing is you want to make your sales pages really, really good. And most people are missing some of the crucial elements on sales pages. So a sales page has 15 crucial elements to it. And what we want to do is make sure you've actually got all of those in place. And so I'm going to start to list some of those out now. We'll see how many of the 15 I can remember off the top of my head. So we want to have a compelling headline. A lot of people will put just the name of the product as the headline. We want to have a compelling headline that gets people interested. Normally, it will include a benefit. Then you have a sub-headline that goes into a bit more detail. We want to have a call out the audience so that people who are the right fit know that they belong there and that this is right for them. And the people who aren't a good fit know to leave the sales page and go, um, go carry on with their day. We want to have problem agitation solution on there where we talk about what the problem is that we're actually solving so people can see this is definitely solving my problem and then agitating it a little bit by talking about what that might mean in their life and then telling them we've got the solution for you. You want to have testimonials, frequently asked questions, a guarantee. You want to have benefits as well as features in your sales page. So these are some of the crucial elements that you need to have. And if you actually go through and you put all of those in place, then you are going to have a better con um, converting sales page. And if you want to go and check what the rest of those are that I haven't remembered off the top of my head and get some help with putting that together, you can go to datadrivenmarketing.ai and you can ask our AI tool on there about what those are and how to actually set those things up. It's going to be it's built on top of ChatGPT and it's going to be able to answer your questions to help you to kind of set that up. The next step is then the checkout page. And a lot of people really mess up with checkout pages. They tend to be done very, very badly. What we tend to see is a conversion rate on a checkout page for our clients of between about 20 and 50%. And a lot of people, when they come to us with their checkout pages, they've got around about a 10% conversion rate. So it could be two to five times better in terms of the conversions. So there's a number of different steps you need to have to have a really good converting checkout page. You want to make sure it's as simple as possible. You want to, if you only need their credit card details, don't ask for their address. If you absolutely need their address, then really look at why do you need that? Could you take that out, that requirement for it? Lots of other people aren't asking for it. Why do you need that? So make it really straightforward, really simple. Remind them of what the product is they're buying on the checkout page. People are nervous at this stage, so we want them to feel really comfortable. So put a reminder, just write it and have a little photo of what the product is they're buying. We want to have some testimonials, two or three testimonials on the checkout page for the product they're buying, if that is possible. In e-commerce, this tends to be a little bit harder for SaaS, for online courses, for services. This is definitely, definitely doable. You want to have trust badges, so Visa, MasterCard, American Express, SSL to show there's secure checkout, this kind of thing, so that people feel like, oh, this is all going to be fine. You want to have a guarantee on there. And if you have all of these elements, then your, your checkout page can convert way, way better. So that's how you convert more of your email list into sales on a regular basis. And we see this increasing people's results massively. Like, so we've got a client who never did email promotions and he came just about two or three months ago. And he was making like 25K a month. It's kind of his average month. And we put his email list, uh, tidied it all up, 
We wrote the email promotions, update the sales page, update the checkout page, sent out the promotion, and he made $120,000 that month. And like, so that was, he was, he built the potential. He built the audience. He built the email list already, but not done anything with it. He built the products, but he hadn't done this. And that was the kind of increase that it's possible to get in that kind of situation. So then the third area that's really, really important for increasing revenue is actually probably in a lot of ways, the easiest one to do is increasing the revenue per sale. And so there's a few different ways of doing this, but two of the simplest ones are order bumps and upsells. And again, this varies depending on exactly what kind of business you've got, how it's set up, but I'll give you a couple of different ways this can work. So an order bump is an additional offer somebody can buy when they're on the checkout page, and an upsell is an additional offer someone can buy after they've checked out. Basically, they're the same concept, but they're just delivered in slightly different ways technically. So that's order bump and upsell. So if you are selling online courses, an order bump might be you're, you're selling a course for $200, an order bump might be an additional course or some other resources that go with that first one for $67, something in that kind of ballpark. If you are selling something in e-commerce, so for example, um, friend of mine is Mark Zhang and he runs Manta Sleep Mask and they sell the best sleep masks in the world. And if you go there and you buy the sleep mask, they're also going to have as an order bump when you're checking out some earplugs or some additional eye covers or something like that. I forget exactly what it is, but it's like an additional product that goes with it. Or the Spy Guy, it's an e-commerce business who sells in, um, products that can help you to either spy on other people or stop other people from spying on you. So he's kind of got both sides of that, that game covered. And if you are checking out, then I think his order bump is this pen that is able to record conversations. So that's something if, you know, you're you're working as a private detective and you're trying to collect information, you might use something like this. It sounds a little bit like out of a movie, doesn't it? But he, uh, he runs a very successful e-commerce business around that. In the SaaS space, it's a little bit harder. There tend not to be products that fit quite as easily here. And a lot of SaaS businesses don't tend to use this. But it is, does tend to be possible. You could have an additional course or an additional uh, product that goes with your, your SaaS business as you're checking out. Um, it also works in coaching and consulting. I was just in the middle earlier of signing up for some coaching and it was a group coaching program. And when I was going through that process, there was an order bump. You could pay some extra money to have a one-to-one -one session with the guy who runs the group, the group coaching. So there's lots of ways of adding this in. If you look, this is, this is a, not a new concept, right? This has been around for forever. If you go and you buy a car, then there's always going to be an option of getting the more expensive stereo or the alloy wheels or something nice, the leather seats, that kind of thing. If you go to McDonald's and you order a burger, they'll say, do you want fries with that? If you go to the cinema and you buy your cinema ticket, they're going to offer you popcorn. So that's the concept of an order bump and an upsell. It's just delivered in slightly different ways, depending on what you're doing. Um so that is the last step in terms of how do you actually then manage to increase revenue per sale. And typically what we see, we've got numbers for this in the online course space, is uh, an increase in revenue of 19% with order bumps, an additional 15% with upsells. In the e-commerce space, it's a little lower. It's about 5% increase in revenue, but it's incredibly simple to do. And it's one of the most effective things that you can have in place. And so that is really, really worth doing.
So the guy I mentioned earlier who'd managed to increase his revenue from 25,000 a month to 120,000 a month, what he's doing is he's helping architects to actually run their business better. Architects, interior designers, people in that kind of a creative space to run their businesses efficiently. And so what he's done over the years, he's built up a big YouTube channel. He's an architect himself. He runs his own architecture practice. And on the side, he's built up this YouTube channel and he's built up an email list and he sells these courses for them and kind of shows them how this works. So this works really, really well in the B2B space as well as in B2C. We've got another client who is helping... Actually, let me think. Let me think. What's the best one? Uh, we've got another client who is in the digital painting space. So he's helping people who are digital artists to run their business better and to become a more professional digital artist. I know nothing about this as a topic, but I know how to sell these kind of products. So what we helped him to do was to be able to run his launches really efficiently using this exact method that I've been talking through. You know, build up a bigger email list, run the promotions really effectively, build better sales pages, better checkout pages, have order bumps and upsells. And he went from having a normal launch for him was about $100,000 to having $200,000 come in from his from his launch. So this stuff can be it could be quite dramatic if you've already done the work building up your products, you've already got the audience built up then this can be something that can dramatically change your business. So if this sounds useful and you want to get in touch with us, then what you can do is go to pimpyourfunnel.com. And at that address, you can fill in like a short survey and it'll tell you if you're going to be a good fit to work with us. We only work with about 10% of people who apply to work with us. So if you fill in that form, it's going to be able to help you figure out if you're a good fit. And if it is, it's going to point you in the right direction to book a call with us. If it's if you're not a good fit, we're still going to send you through some really useful resources based on what answers you give. We're going to send you through resources that are going to help you to know exactly what step you should work on first and grow your business. If you just want to hear a little bit more about how this all works and you're in the online course space, then you can listen to our podcast, The Art of Selling Online Courses. And that is at datadrivenmarketing.co slash podcast. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. Imagine a space where triumphs trials, and tales of entrepreneurship come alive. Welcome to the 21st Century Entrepreneurship Podcast, a gold awarded journey hosted by Martin Piskorik, connecting with listeners in 95 countries and ranking in the top 0.5% of all podcasts. Join our exclusive community, elevate your perspective, and embark on the path to success.